Well, if you recognize that music, perhaps you are a fan of the TV show Parks and Recreation. If so, you've seen some of Ben Schwartz's work. He has also been more recently in the Apple TV Plus miniseries, The After Party. You may have seen him in House of Lies as well. And he is also very much known as being the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. All of that, and he started off his career with improv. And Ben Schwartz is one of many comedians that are all coming to Vancouver for the Just for Laughs Vancouver Festival. He is going to be performing on Sunday, February 18th. But I was able to catch up with him on the phone and talk a little more, a bit more about what the show will be like and how he got his start in comedy. And uh, Ben Schwartz, thank you so much for doing this. I'm doing okay. I'm very excited to come to Vancouver again. Well, I know Vancouver is excited to have you. You are going to be here for the Just for Laughs Vancouver portion coming up uh, February, February 15th to the 24th. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about uh, how you got into this. I'm so curious because you've done so many things in your career. When did you first realize that you were funny and you could make people laugh? Oh, wow. What a great question. I guess... um Growing up with my family, that was like my way that that was that was my thing. I could always kind of like make people laugh. And I was always like the funny guy in my uh, high school. I got class clown when I was in high school. But I think it was just making my family laugh in the beginning. That was the most fun, getting my dad or my mom or my sister to laugh. Um, And I always loved it. And also probably like, you know, uh, I was afraid of confrontation. And so to get out of stuff, I'd probably probably just try to be funny and stuff like that. So I think it's, I think like many other comedians, it's stuff like that. Nice. And uh, I know, uh, unless I've I've read incorrectly, I know you grew up in New York, I think from the Bronx originally. And and how did things kind of morph from that then, from being kind of the funny member of the family? And and did you realize at one point that, hey, I want to make this into my career? You know, it's so funny. I, yeah, we grew up in the North Bronx, which is great and incredible. I love the research already. I'm very <laughs> impressed. And then, um, I, you know, what it was I, oh, my, my dad was uh, in social work, then he was the director of the YMHA, and then my mom was a Bronx school teacher, so we didn't know anybody who did this. So I never thought that I could do it because I couldn't point to anybody who had ever done it before. So it was never something I took seriously until I was in college. And uh, I was forced, I, my, my girlfriend at the time forced me to audition for the improv team. And I auditioned and I got on. And then I started doing it for the first time and getting laughs in front of people and realizing that maybe I'm not terrible at this. And that's when all of a sudden I allowed myself to have the dream that I've had my whole life. But I never really like, you know, it's like being an astronaut. You don't know anybody who's really an astronaut. It's like that insane to me. So um, it took that. And then in college, when I started to have some success by doing improv, then I went to Upright Citizens Brigade in New York on Chelsea. Uh, you know, Amy Poehler and Ian Roberts and uh, Matt Walsh, Matt Besser were the owners of that. And then it kind of just blossomed from there and just always worked really hard and loved it so, so much. So improv has always been like, I've never stopped doing improv since I started doing comedy in 2002. I've always been performing improv. And it's very different, though, improv from stand-up and from, from comedic acting. Which Do you like improv the most? Is that kind of your first love? Um, you know what? It varies. I love being in front of an audience. So improv, improv for me is incredible because it's instant gratification. If I write a movie for a studio, I'm writing it for freaking three years. Mm. And then like it takes another year and a half to get made. Or if I like, uh, you know, if I act on television, if I do the after party, we film it and then a year and a half later it comes out. 
So it's like, this is, I go on stage, I think of something on the spot, I say it and instantly get a reaction. And um, I love the energy a crowd gives. So I, I always, in my, in my head, I feel like I'll always be doing it. And I think it also makes me better at everything else. Like I'm writing a bunch of scripts right now. It makes me better writing dialogue. When I'm acting, it allows me to be in the moment better. So I always want to keep doing it. I don't know if I'll keep touring as much as I'm touring now, but I'll always like put, I'll always do shows somewhere like, you know, uh, just to keep myself sharp. And and not that it's not always funny, but when something doesn't land the way you thought it would, or maybe you don't get the response you were hoping for, what does that do to you? <laughs> well, at the beginning, it used to put me in a spiral when I was very young. And, you know, when we would have bad shows, I was in a group called Hot Sauce with an actor named Adam Pally and uh, Gil Ozeri. And when we had bad shows, we would think about it and it would bother us for a week, like a full week. But now you kind of uh, get better at letting it not affect you. And also we've done, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've done thousands of shows now. So you've kind of been in every situation and you've, there's always a way out. Or if a mistake happens, you use that mistake to help your show. Um, so it's like, it, it, it always, it, it doesn't really happen as much where like there's crickets in the audience. But because I'm on stage with like three of the best improvisers in the world who can turn anything and it can be funny by themselves, you know. They all could be the leads of their own TV shows if they wanted. So, um, but at the beginning, it used to torment me. You know, like, oh my god, what am I doing? I'm doing it all wrong. Oh, I'm, I'm terrible at this. I can't. Whatever. Uh, and now I kind of see it as fun. This is a thing I do on the side for fun that I've done my whole life that brings me joy, and I get to do it with my friends. And I usually get to, when we perform, like especially in Vancouver, I performed in Vancouver before. It's like people who come to the show are like like-minded, cool people who love comedy, who either <laughs> understand improv or understand the stuff I've done in the past. So it's like. People, it's just like a, it's it's never really like a, there's never like heckling or stuff like that. Everybody's there to have a good time and positive energy and all that stuff. Yes, we're we're a very polite people. We don't we try not to heckle. That's uh, very frowned uh, upon in Vancouver. Uh, were there comedians? More sorry, more sorry than uh, <laughs> yes. Heckles. We just apologize and laugh, uh, laugh and clap how, harder for you. Uh, were there comedians that you looked up to when, when you were uh, kind of up and coming that you admired or that you made sure? I know you probably watched a ton. I think you even worked at the Ed Sullivan Theater. You must have seen so many people. Yeah, by the way, that's great. I mean, this is incredible research. I was a freelance monologue writer for the Late Show with David Letterman. So I was also paid there. So I'd show people where the bathroom was and get people to their seat, uh, give them tickets. And um, so I saw all these guests the entire time. And um, you know what? There's so many people I admired coming up from acting, from uh, you know improv. Like Amy Poehler to me was a huge influence on me when I was coming up. And like, you know, Steve Martin or Bill Murray when I was a kid or John Candy. Um, but in terms of like the improv stuff that I do now, it's it's Amy and those guys and a bunch of old school Chicago people that really like uh, made me go like, oh, my goodness, look, look what you can do with this form. Look how funny you can be. Look how in the moment you can be. Every show is different. Every time we perform, it's a totally different show just for that audience. It feels so exciting and different. So it was a really uh, fun thing. Uh, people might also recognize your voice as Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. When you're doing that and with your improv background, do you stick to the script? Or when, you're be when you become that character, do you ever just get inspired or do you, do you add things to it? Or how, what is that like? Uh, it's, it, first of all, it's the best. How lucky that I get to... Um, how lucky that I get to be in those movies. I still feel so, so, so lucky. The script is always amazing. Pat, uh, Pat Casey and Josh Miller uh, wrote the first two, wrote, wrote this third one. And it's like, um, oh, we always do a version of what's written. 
and then uh, they kind of let me loose uh, because the fun thing is when I'm doing voiceover, it's just me in a booth and it doesn't cost more money. You know, we're not rolling cameras and have a huge crew. It's just me in a booth in front of a microphone. So I can do a hundred different takes or I could pitch a hundred different jokes and they can use whichever one fits the best, you know, because they'll animate to that. So uh, we usually do it as is because uh, the writers do an incredible job. Pat and Josh do an incredible job. And then they let me go crazy or there'll be stuff that says TBW, which means to be written which they'll show me like a piece of animation they've done and I can kind of like uh, just talk while it's happening and stuff like that. Like if there's a big scene of me going down a big mountain, skiing down or snowboarding down a big mountain and there's a lot of action and stuff like that, I can kind of just pepper in whatever I think Sonic will be saying. Um, but it always starts with an awesome script. And then uh, Jeff Fowler, who, who is the director, and Toby, who's the producer, let me kind of go bananas, which I think might be one of the reasons why um, they might have picked me for the role. <laughs> and uh, Ben, I'll get back to uh, the Just for Laughs show that is uh, again coming up mid-February here in Vancouver. Don't want to give it away, obviously, but what can uh, audience members, what can people expect when you come back to Vancouver? Well, there's nothing to give away because it's all made up on the spot. Nothing <laughs> is written. I have no idea what's going to happen. I think that's the exciting part. We get in there uh, um, and it's my first time back in Vancouver, maybe three or four years, which is very exciting. Outside of I've filmed there so many times that I've lived there for huge months at a time. But it's like uh, for performing comedy, this will be my first time in three or four years. You, what, what, this is what you expect. You get in there. This can be me, three of my friends from uh, Los Angeles, who I consider some of the best improvisers. And you, you'll recognize them from TV and stuff like that as well. They'll all be surprise guests. Uh, we'll ask the audience a question. Um, uh, like, you know, back in the day it used to be, what are you looking forward to uh, or something like that? And we'll have a real conversation with someone in the audience, you know, not a joke, you want a real one. And then the audience uh, doesn't have to talk anymore. And we built an entire show off of that story. And for about an hour, we create an entire world. It's almost like a big play. We play all the characters and we're calling things back. And we're trying to bring it all together, but inspired by that person's uh, story. And the whole idea is that we're all in it together and they could see us making it up on the spot. And an audience in the beginning is such a big part of it. And the way that the audience reacts is such a big part of it. So, it's a very unique experience where if you've never seen long form improv before, you get to feel the tightrope walk of like, we're doing this all on the spot. We're making it up. This is just existing here. No show will ever be like it again because who knows what the next, uh, you know, the next story will be at the next city. So um, I'm excited. I'm also very excited to do that, uh, to eat the food that you guys have over there. I'm very, <laughs> there's a lot of like, I fell in love with a lot of restaurants and that sea walk and all those fun things uh, when I was, uh, when I was living there for Space Force and from Flora and Ulysses. So I'm very excited to get back to all these fun creature comforts. All right. Well, it's going to be a great, great show. Ben, we'll leave it there for today, but thank you so much. Yes, please. You can get tickets at rejectedjokes.com. It's on my website, and um, I'm coming in a couple of weeks. I can't wait.